0: This episode of the Cinemavention podcast is brought to you by Routing Wonk, RozJ001, Alex Hanna, and Wabbit Magic. Want to find out how to become one of the names listed? Go to patreon.com slash Wscottis1 to find out how. Okay, campers, rise and shine. Don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly. And you know what you can expect? Hazardous travel later today. With that, you know, that uh, that blizzard thing? That blizzard thing? Oh, well, here's the report. The National Weather Service is calling for a big blizzard thing. They are, but there's another reason why today is especially exciting. Especially cold. Especially cold. Okay, but the big question on everybody's lips—on
1: their chap lips—on their
0: chap lips, right, right, right. Yeah, chap lips. And do you think Will will come out and see his shadow?
1: Puxatani Will.
0: That's right, Woodchuckers. It's it's Groundhog, it's Groundhog Day, Day on Cinema Tune us on. Cinemavention. Cinemavention. I get a rake, yeah, not, a strategy, not a strategy, Randy. Yeah, watch it, Will. Yeah. woo! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinema Vention podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today we'll be discussing the movie Groundhog Day, which my guest has seen before. She is a podcaster, streamer, and puppeteer, and is also the host of the All Eyes Are On You podcast. Please welcome Jackie Hearn to the show. Good to have you, Jackie.
1: Hey, thank you so much i've been i i like i remember the night that we came up with this idea to, for, for you to do this show and it was so much fun like we were all up until like i think it was like 10 a.m because we finished one of your game night streams and we were all up and we were all saying dude have you not watched this have you not watched that and so anyways i'm so happy to finally be a part of it and yeah and I mean there's so many great movies that I want to I want to d- like review with you but like this one has hit me hardest lately or sh- struck a chord with me hardest uh, yeah. because we're in a groundhog day world right now.
0: <laughs> we really are. And <laughs> um, and uh fellow uh or like uh, listeners of this podcast may not know this fact but uh but this is not the first time that Jackie and I have podcasted together. Uh, we did a, uh, we did a podcast together a couple, um, a couple of months ago and, uh, we might, we might revive it. We'll see. It depends on, uh, circumstances yeah. and everything going on, but, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's good to be podcasting with you again, Jackie, and we are going to be covering, Absolutely. yeah, we're going to be covering Groundhog Day and I hope you folks are ready to listen uh by the way shout out to uh Sam and B Coford for putting that intro together. Uh that was oh, oh, oh.
1: That I was, was jealous of them. I was jealous of them for doing that because I was going I had that idea and then I found out they had already done it. So you just I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's absolutely amazing and if you and if you have watched the movie it's you know right away. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of the movie, Groundhog Day is available for rent or purchase on most internet distributors and is available to stream. I found it um, on on my YouTube TV on demand. Um, It might be on your over-the-top cable provider as well. So go take a look and see if it's out there and check JustWatch.com for the latest on that. Groundhog Day was released by Columbia Pictures on February 12th, 1993, movie was directed by harold ramis and stars bill murray andy mcdowell chris Elliott, Stephen Ta- tabulski i think that's how you say it and brian dole murray uh the movie had a budget of 14.6 to 30 million dollars and made 71 to 105 million in theaters quite the accomplishing feat there uh but jackie when was the first time that you saw Groundhog Day, if you can recall?
1: I think, I think I saw it when it came out or within a year of it coming out. I don't recall actually seeing it in the theater. And I do recall kind of not really being old enough to really appreciate it at the time, I think. Mm. Um, and I do remember the time that I fully saw it and fully enjoyed it. And it was uh, l- well over a decade later, at least. And I was high. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> are we families? I-, I should ask you that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Just <laughs> let it
0: let it fly. It's fine.
1: All right. All right. I'm sorry. We're de- we're, we
0: we uh, my <laughs> philosophy is like we're dealing with movies that are using all sorts of language. So in my mind, it's like we could probably you okay. get away with doing using the same language okay. you know All what right. i mean my,
1: my apologies i should have thought of that but yeah no um i believe it was sometime mid-2000s that i like hooked into it and i was like whoa um like this is an amazing story like it's so well done and you know like it's been repeated so many times like there was actually a, a movie that was nominated for a Golden Globe the other day, um, uh, Palm Springs, that, like, kind of spoofed off of this. I mean, because it, it's not spoofed off, but, like, there have been so many movies and, that have come out, like, that do a time loop. But time loop, I don't think that Groundhog Day owns time loop. Yeah. I think that, yeah. But, but they certainly mastered it. Um, yeah. For m- numerous reasons that we'll go into later.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. And, uh, you know, in terms of storyline for this movie, it's it's actually in my opinion, it's a pretty simple storyline to follow, which if if um if you know me, if you know, if listeners to this show know that, like, for me, it's like if there's a complex storyline and there's like bits and pieces um coming in at every direction, it's like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell to do. Like, I'm 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 struggling here to keep up. Right but but this but this story is pretty basic however i wouldn't say that that undermines how good of a movie this is like Mm -hmm. and and normally we do this at the very end i'm just going to come out and say it right at the very beginning i thoroughly enjoyed this movie and i'm 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 giving it a thumbs up right off the get-go here and and i'm letting you know that right off the start here because i enjoyed this movie a lot this was a fun movie
1: Oh, I'm going to put a pin in this because I know a little further down, I added into our notes, a, uh, a review by Roger Ebert, um, uh-huh about it you know do you know who roger ebert is i'm familiar
0: i haven't i haven't seen like he he i i I know that he did like a tv show reviewing movies but i haven't seen it but i'm familiar with who he is though or
1: just reviews in general for newspapers like were, were the standard and they they had this thumbs up thumbs down or two thumbs up you know kind of thing and that's how everybody based off where what movies they were going to see that weekend and Ebert right. definitely gave it two thumbs up but uh anyway so yeah and, and I think I think I think you're right when you say that it's it's sort of a generic story it feels like something you've seen before or something but th- I I I I strongly believe that this is like the first time we've seen something a time loop story done so well in mainstream um entertainment or films so uh yeah but yeah, but hey, uh, I I kind of have a question for you. Uh, by the <laughs> way, I give total two thumbs up. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, but well, I guess you gave it a thumbs up, so mine would be a thumbs up because we're six school neighbor here. Yeah. But, um,
0: well, and, and w- w- when we re- when we did the first episode, Amos is a is when he did the thumbs up and thumbs down. He's the kind of guy that's like either thumbs up or thumbs down, no in the middle, but i in my mind it's like it's like there are some movies where i just kind of have to give a a middle one because you know because especially with the princess bride because the story itself was pretty good but i just had a hard time following along which is what Mm. made me not enjoy the movie as much
1: No, i get that there's also a lot about this that um all of these films are like timely and 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 it's it, it, like you you need to have a category for thumbs up thumbs down and then also a category for is it still timely does it still mm. hold up today
0: yeah or yeah. is it
1: something you had to be there in the 70s like monty python in the holy grail right um, you know i think that that's something that you know if you don't like, see how other comedies took that... Com- Anyways, we're not doing that one. We're doing... <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah. I, I
0: will say, in terms of that particular question, though, I will say that this movie, I think, does hold up. Despite it being 20 years old at this point, I definitely believe that this movie stands the test of time, for sure. I mean, sure, there's some outdated references <laughs> and stuff like that in there, and there's some tropes in there that would be hard to- <laughs> harder to get away with mm-hmm. these days. Um, mm-hmm. but but overall,
1: like, I, give you, I give you a thumbs up on your comment. Thanks. <laughs>
0: yeah, <it is. laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and in many ways, it 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 resembles it resembles COVID life. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And that was my qu- first question to you is because uh, I don't even know how many times I've I've mentioned Groundhog Day in the last year to people because I have definitely felt like that, and I'm feeling like uh i'm not necessarily living in a day-to-day um groundhog day i feel like i'm living week by week because my monday is the same as my next monday and my friday is the same as my and so i'm feeling it week by week and Uh i just i just wondered how you felt about that too like yeah
0: i mean yeah, certainly
1: I don't know. Like, yeah, cer-
0: just, certainly from that perspective. I mean, if if you're talking like um, yeah, the days and the weeks repeating themselves. I mean, to to a certain extent, even before COVID, it's kind of that way too, right? Because you go to work, you um, do your usual routine throughout the week. There's an event that you go to, like you know, once a week, and you know, on like a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatever it is, right? and then you kind of just repeat the process each week kind of just in general but yeah i mean especially with covid with with there being as many restrictions as there are i mean Mm -hmm. you you're limited in terms of what you can do and so yeah it can definitely feel like a a repeat just like groundhog day
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of stuff that like strangely uh, became popular again during this period. Like apparently the office is huge again, because people are home and they're trying to find something to binge. And so people have been binging the office, you know? Well, and also
0: because Peacock has been um, touting that like, that's their one property that they tout for, (laughs) for joining Peacock is we've got the office.
1: And then that's it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, 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 I guess you're right. You got a point there, but Yeah um but um yeah so i again i mentioned um i i gra- gathered and read over a uh article i don't know if you've got show notes for this or whatever but i think it's pretty yeah. recent because because it, it is roger ebert that's making this review um but i i found something when he's trying to describe this um uh that, that i wanted to read oh oops 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 i scrolled down too far um mm-hmm. okay so this is what makes it brilliant. What okay. makes this movie brilliant is Bill Murray. Yeah. He plays this character so damn well. Um, and he and 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 if you watched other movies that Bill Murray's in, he's kind of got the same sort of character. He's like this detached guy that is cynical and whatnot. And
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and and Robert, Roger Ebert. Like described uh this, he said, and I'll try to make it quick. um The Murray persona has become familiar without becoming tiring. The world is too much with him. He is a, he's a little smarter than everyone else. He has attached melancholy. He's deeply suspicious of joy. He sees sincerity as a weapon that can be used against him, and yet he conceals his emotional needs. He's the Hamlet in the sitcom world. Um, and I think that's actually perfect. And by the way, I think I might have met a couple people in the last six months that are exactly like that description, (laughs) but yeah, um, no, like I, I love the way that he describes that and, and I might reference this uh, review back, but we're doing our review and not his review. So I don't need to like go. detail.
0: yeah, I will say, I will say one, one note about, uh, Bill Murray and, um, and, and this is. A strange like um it, it, um it this is like kind of a strange um correlation, but there my my mom is involved with a um with a group of um people like she's she's friends with other moms who have um people who are on the um autism spectrum. And mm-hmm. um and she um is uh friends with somebody who is um who, who I think are like she is a long well no no i i think she is um the director of a building where a lot of people with disabilities live at and mm. and she um is like i think sisters or like close or like 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 her last name is murray and she actually knows bill and and bill Ooh. actually did like a video for them uh for like Aww. for their uh um, institution yeah so that's that little bit of like bill murray that i that it's a little bit attached to me which is really which is oh, really cool
1: i i i will say 100 percent that i will watch anything bill murray's in because he's a he's a damn fine dude he's mm-hmm. a great person um yeah he, he's uh like just yeah I mean, just just
0: based on just based on the fact that he took time out of his day to do that when he didn't have to like that, that's that says a lot about him to me, you know?
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. There are numerous examples of of him being such an amazing guy. And yeah, no, I I don't doubt that at all. That that's that's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, but talking about uh, Bill Murray's character. So uh, Bill Murray's character, uh, Phil. Phil. Yeah, he is um he is a uh, T V meteorologist. And little known fact about myself, I, I I think I might have mentioned this a couple times in passing on stream before. Uh but when I was younger, um I used to when I would when I was they always asked, when did you what do you want to be when you grow up? And for a while I actually wanted to be a meteorologist growing up. And you know <laughs> and I was and when I was so fascinated with like with the weather and stuff, but then when i realized it was there was more um there was more involved than i was perhaps um interested in learning i was like mm, maybe not <laughs> but like but it was it was actually a thing where like i would like put my own like forecasts together and i would um you know make all these weather maps Aww. and stuff yeah yeah That's but adorable. um yeah and particularly mm-hmm. i remember when i was like super little i had to have been like 5 four five six years old um mm-hmm. you know how um the weatherman when they're giving their forecasts on tv use green screens or a blue screen in the case <laughs> of this movie um nice. to go in front of they go in front of the radar right
1: and, oh, by the, way, the, the, only, the only thing, the best part about Annie McDowell, because I want to talk about her more later, but the best part about her was when she's, like, doing the little, like, whoa, with the blue screen. Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry,
0: sorry. Oh, yeah, and, no, I uh, forgot about that, right. um, mm-hmm. But uh, but when I was little, I actually uh, thought that they um, um, somehow, I thought that they had actually stepped into the computer and that's how they were able to go in front of their forecasts. <laughs> but you know, I mean, hey, it's it's one of those things that you um that you think of as a young kid, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that totally. Yeah, but,
0: uh, but yeah, but but like weathermen specifically always have like a soft spot in my heart. And um, yeah. I um I will say too, uh, we we got to tour a uh, TV station, and the uh, the meteorologist there, like, actually, like, showed me like his tools, like he was showing me his computer and everything. It was so cool, like really cool um <laughs> but uh but the weatherman they um I, is it the same where you are because my weatherman constantly seem to get the weather wrong
1: <laughs> well in california yes but like uh, not really because like it stays the same it's like you know <laughs> it right. never changes. but uh right now where i'm at it no like the these the the weather because i'm in I'll, I'll i'll just go ahead and throw it out there i'm in florida right now. Mm -hmm. and they they're on top (laughs) like of it and um like it's kind of one of the only areas where you don't have to pay extra for the weather channel on your cable package right (laughs) um because it's 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 kind of like a utility it's necessary because you need to know when a major thunderstorm is going to come your way or a tornado or a hurricane oh yeah Um, totally
0: yeah when 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 they're going through like I mean, yeah. when we had uh, right. the tornado here in my neck of the woods uh, a couple of years ago, like two years ago, um, yeah. we were we were glued to the uh, to the weather uh, um, at that point. Like we were glued to the TV screen to try to yeah. make sure that we were, you know, being safe and everything.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, but but yeah, but I have noticed like since I've been here in the last year, like they keep telling us that it's going to rain, a hundred percent chance of rain tomorrow, and then all day long it's like twenty. Like today, like right now, like I I fully expected to have a thunderstorm, and I thought I was going to have to cancel because I knew that the power would go out. But it's because like it always
0: 20. does, right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but but it's, it's just drizzle. <laughs> but yeah, no, right. I mean suck for uh weather uh forecasters uh, oh yeah yeah right. anchors i don't want to call them weather men
0: yeah that's uh, true yeah but,
1: <laughs> but, but, but you know what i mean like um they uh um yeah it that must be a hard job
0: <laughs> right yeah no it's definitely a hard job it's like i'm I'm not gonna be like that guy that like writes in and be like, "You suck! You don't! You, um, you ruined my day because we were supposed to not have rain on X day." And yeah, no, I, I, it's not easy well, predicting
1: the weather, right? Well, you, well, you make a valid point here because Phil Connors, by the way, thank you to Ten Vec in the chat who like mentioned <laughs> his last name because we were just calling him Phil because that we could be confusing Phil with the Groundhog Day Phil. Oh
0: or, right, or yeah. Day.
1: um but uh yeah like i mean but like he even screwed up because he didn't realize the blizzard was coming that way but like but this was like what early 1990s and and now it's a lot easier for them to predict those kinds of storms um you know than it was back then
0: right exactly yeah no and 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 you know I, I won't give him that much of a hard time because I, I know it's a hard job. But, of Man. course, it wouldn't be a movie involving a weatherman without him getting the forecast wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs>
1: true, It's one of those true. things, right? Hey, it adds to the drama.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally, right? But um, one, uh, one last thing that I wanted to mention about uh, about like the things involving the movie, um, uh, the story mm. arc. Um, I'm and I'm hoping that um that our friend B. coford um emails in about this because I've told him um that I definitely want him to email in about this. But uh but they actually shot Groundhog Day in Woodstock, Illinois, and he's actually been to a bar that they've used that they used as a set in the movie, and there's like a plaque in the in the bar. Um Yeah yeah so so it's it's the entire uh the entire movie is set up like it's in philadelphia but it's actually shot in woodstock illinois fun fact so um,
1: yeah yeah i remember our friend bk pointing out to us when we talked about this and he said that like and i noticed it in my last review watch um there in the background when a ned uh ned uh i'll think of his last name in a second i, I know i wrote it down Ned Readers, Ned Peters, or oh, mm. anyways, when he, when he comes running up at him, like in the background, you can see Woodstock jewelries in the background.
0: Oh right, um, yeah, 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 and uh, and so yeah, and and I'm hoping he'll um, uh, he'll write in about that, and we'll be able to talk about it on on the next podcast because cause that's a really interesting fact that I didn't know. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you were talking about uh, Annie McDowell a, a second ago, like. Yeah, no. She she did an amazing job in this movie. I will say.
1: I don't think she did an amazing job at all. I will disagree with you. Okay. I will give her. I'll give her. I'll give her a thumbs down.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: I've seen so many movies, and and I'm sorry, Amy McDowell. And I think I even added a word that sounds very harsh in our doc that I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say that she became like I. She was in so many '80s or '90s movies that, like, like she just like. I mean, people, people, you can Google her name and Google Wooden Horse, and it <laughs> that will show up because a, a lot of people would comment about that. Like, um, she was in one of my a movie that I used to like. I don't know that I like it anymore, but it was called Four Weddings and a Funeral with uh, Hugh Grant. It was a British uh, comedy, mm. and. And then Hugh Grant was supposed to like fall madly in love with her. And, and I could never figure out why. Like the character just did not make any sense. And she plays these characters where it's she plays the same character each time.
0: And yeah. luckily
1: they had her playing the ultimate version of her character in this. So um, she, she,
0: she, she, is she always like the love interest in, in every movie that she's in?
1: Yeah, yeah. She's always like. You know, kind of a little judgmental of the and she only plays uh rom coms and stuff, and mm. you know, I, I, and now I kind of feel bad because I just I i know I just said that Bill Murray has that same kind of he, he has no, 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 no. I'm sorry, take that back. Bill Murray's range is a lot bigger than Annie uh McDowell's. Um, and my only comment is like, I mean, if you're gonna have Annie McDowell in this movie. Why not get uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus because she had the same hair and the same yeah stupid, like vest with a long sleeve shirt button up like <laughs> the same
0: damn yeah look.
1: I I just she was
0: I, uh, w- she was probably um, was, she, was she doing Seinfeld at this time I I think um, she was right
1: a uh, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus um, right right yeah uh.
0: I'm almost, yeah, I'm almost certain that she was doing Seinfeld, and so she was probably <laughs> riding the Seinfeld wave at that point. <laughs> I
1: don't think so. I think that I think Seinfeld started right after this, but um, mm, yeah. But, okay. But this this was a, a a disgusting fashion style of women wearing vests and button up shirts, and <laughs> and and, then, and then not that the hair. The, the, the,
0: oh, yeah, I, I I know someone who still rocks the curly hair, and it's. It's interesting to say the least.
1: And, and, I mean, and, and honestly, that's a horrible thing for me to do as a woman to criticize somebody because of their dress. I'm not criticizing anyone for her dress. I think that her character is always very, like, stone face. It's not, you yeah. know.
0: I mean, um, to but, be fair, most producers are, so.
1: And, and and I mean, and in the way that this movie was done. Um, I'm
0: kidding, by the way.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, <laughs> slightly.
1: But, and, and the, The way that this movie was done, like she needed to have that kind of like toned down role to bounce off Bill Murray because Bill Murray was a star. So that's not her fault that some guy wrote it and produced it and she just needed to be there as the love interest. So,
0: right. Yeah, I can't
1: can't really blame her. Yeah. But in terms of I mean. I mean, I
0: I gotta say, it's like I'm always I'm always a sucker for love stories, though. And this and this Aww. this uh this movie has an interesting love story to say the least, right? And so so uh, so well, Phil had
1: one-sided love interest until the right,
0: beginning. yeah. No, Phil seems to have like two love interests throughout the movie, right? Because he mm. he he's first having uh like there's a woman that he um finds and he's. I, I I'm I'm trying to remember uh this one because uh, cause she was someone that he knew from high school I want to say no
1: no 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 was no. it not Nancy, okay Nancy Taylor and I I loved I loved uh kind of the juxtaposition between the uh, um Ned Ned Riley Ned God what was the guy's name Ned Rylson?
0: yeah Ned Rylson, I think yeah Ned.
1: Uh, I, I feel terrible like people are going to say oh, thumbs down on this episode because she's <laughs> <making> it. <laughs> it's not the doc so that's not my fault um, uh, Ryerson Ned Ryerson yes thank you Ted um, right and um, no but but when when he he meets this he sees this woman in, in the restaurant or a bar and then he starts to he's like oh she looks cool so he starts to learn more about her every day until right. she you knows everything about her so he didn't really know her from high school because if you recall the first day she he said um hi what's your name Uh, okay where where are you from and uh mixing it
0: up up with a different movie then
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so he didn't actually know her but then when he tried to hook up with her he said the name rita and and she says who's rita you know so
0: (laughs) but also she didn't really seem to care either
1: (laughs) and and he didn't care about her either no no and and, and so i wouldn't call her a love interest i would call that iggy oh i can do this and and get away (laughs) with it yeah (laughs) right there's a lot of creepiness going on in here there is right (laughs)
0: like like the thing i the thing that uh, stuck out for me was just like the fact that um that you know he's having r- relations with his producer like that that doesn't fly these days right like you get like you get sent to hr for that now right like <laughs> you're
1: in a lot of trouble for that kind of stuff now you're right
0: right like um, yeah
1: yeah and, and and I, I apologize. I, I don't know if we're doing chat comments, but uh, again, Tenvek mentioned uh, that it was practice for his real love interest, to be honest. Mm. And, and I, I think that was actually right. But, like, I don't know that at that point that he actually realized he had a thing for Rita, even though he kind of thought she was, you know, because we could tell from the first scene when she was doing that blue screen uh, that, you know, he had a little smile on his face. So, but
0: Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and, and Speaking of Rita, like that, that's the most profound thing about the story. I mean, it's ultimately like the whole like premise of the story, really, because, um, because, yeah, like, he, like you said, Phil, he starts to, um, he starts to eye Rita, right? And, Ooh. and, you know, and he thinks he can, um, get her be- by liking the same thing she likes and just basically acting the way, um, Maybe? she wants in a guy, you know? <laughs> because 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 um because phil is obviously learning everything about rita as well you know to eventually to the point where you know like they are um like um he does an ice sculpture for her and stuff and they're
1: <laughs> oh i was hoping we would say that for last that ice sculpture, that ice sculpture was so ridiculous
0: <laughs> it kind of was <laughs> but uh but yeah no and and it get and it and he almost gets it there right like uh, the, like they they almost get to that point right and then and then R- rita kind of <laughs> comes to her senses like mm-hmm. and, and realizes no this guy's still a jerk he's still a, mm-hmm. a narcissist a, a narcissist narcissistic i don't know but uh yeah. but but uh but rita like Sees right through the BS, and 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 she slaps him every single time. And Phil's just trying to figure out, like, what the hell? Why do I keep getting slapped? Like, what's going on yeah.
1: here? <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah, no, um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, no that that was that was uh that that was that was pretty funny. Like that that was a good part of it. Like. I still think my favorite part is like his whole suicide attempts. But like I did like to see yeah. him like say, uh, what what are you drinking? And she and she's and he's like, Can I buy you a drink? And he buys the wrong drink. And then he comes back uh the next it, 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 she's like, I'd like a vermouth with a twist of lemon and whatever. And then um he comes back uh the next day, like he's like, Oh, I got that wrong. So the next day he says, Oh, oh yeah, I'm right. Right. Um, cause he's trying to match that up and, um, apparently that was a scene that was cut cause I did re- read the IMDB and, um,
0: interesting
1: cause I remember seeing that and I don't know where it was, what it, it might've been in the DVD. So I don't know where I saw it, but, um, but apparently she first says that to him that, um, of her, uh, a vermouth with a lemon twist reminds me of the sun setting in Rome. And then yeah. the next time he comes back and he's like, I'd love a, a lemon, uh, you know, a, whatever. And he says, it reminds me of, you know, and so she's like, oh, and then, and then he, he doesn't get what they're cheering to is right. Right. And he says, uh, uh, she says, well, I'd like to cheers to cheer to world peace. Mm-hmm. And so then it starts again. It's like, let's cheers to world peace. Like, it's just, it's a, like.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. it's we're like we're it, we're it's we're like, we're it. like if you because uh, because every person who's been on a date is like ah sh-, they like do something and they're like ah shit I shouldn't have said it <laughs> I yeah. shouldn't have said that right like
1: right, right. yeah
0: and yeah. yeah but so it 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 would be it would be, it would be my dream at least if I was to be able to uh, repeat a date over and over until I got it exactly right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that would right, be my right. dream but um. But and and it's not until um it's not until he relates to her on a personal level um and, you know, starts explaining this time loop thing. And I will say I did appreciate the fact that it took them long, like a long time for her to believe that this was actually happening because because realistically, like that seems so much more realistic to me than just like. Like, uh, like, cause if, if it, it would have seemed more fairy tale-ish to me if, if she immediately after a couple of instances was just like, oh yeah, no, I believe you. Right. But, but they took their time in explaining like, okay, I know this is about to happen and and this and this and this and this and this. Now, do you believe me?
1: Yeah. Well, and also what I would like to say about this is that like, I like the fact that, cause you were saying that the big part of this is the love story. Mhm. Uh-huh. I tend to d- disagree with you to a level because I think okay. this is more have, having to do with like this bastard self-centered egotistical guy who is like like I read from the um Roger Ebert he's a smart guy he's very intelligent he knows he's smarter than everyone else and he just doesn't have the patience for the small town crap he has to go deal with.
0: Uh-huh. Um
1: I like that it's you know that he's also learning a lesson on like how he needs to be a good person, and he looks at her as being so sweet and nice, like she puts him up in the right hotel and or in a uh, and b instead of the hotel he, that sucks, and she's willing to put up with his crap like even though he really pushes so far um he just starts to realize that he also wants to be a good person too, and she's kind of taught him that lesson. So I think that that's a big part of it, and I have a question to you that I'll I'll say for the end. Like I I kind of want to yeah. know what they're going to be together forever, but you know whatever. But yeah, like um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So yeah,
0: um, yeah, but um, yeah. I I I did uh, I did enjoy like because there is there is was a uh, there was. A moment where, like, there's so many moments where Phil tries to kill himself to try to reset the time loop thing. And in fact, it's it kind of turns oh, into a montage, right?
1: That's the best part of the film. Screw <laughs> with the whole love story. Forget that. I love him trying to kill himself over and over and over and over and <laughs> not being able to. Can you imagine the the <laughs> hell you would go through when you get to that point and your life is stuck and you're like, no. I just went out and there's right. nothing you can do except wake up over and over every morning to, I got you, babe. <laughs> I got you, babe. And by the way, I do want to mention that, um, that, um, uh, uh, Sonny and Bono, Sharon uh, Bono, Boney and Share, um, uh, Sonny <laughs> and Share, Sonny and Cher. Cause he put his name before hers because he owned her. He was so awful um bone uh, um sunny bono was so awful to share um and that was well known uh, you know all throughout just like uh Ike and Tina Turner or maybe not quite as much i don't know i don't know that he was eg- ever like physically abusive um mm-hmm. but, like like ike was to tina but like it, it was the same kind of thing and um so when you listen to that song the lyrics are okay but it, it's creepy. And so, I i mean, I think it's perfect for this uh, movie because it's creepy. And this is this is kind of slightly a horror film. You know?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess if you uh, put it that way, yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: uh, I mean, yeah, because he's trying to like because, you know, he's trying to kill himself to get away from the uh, <laughs> from the. Disaster that is Groundhog monogony,
1: Day, and he'll never escape. Yeah, yeah like yeah. how
0: many? How many things did he like? Yeah, like he, uh, he, he, he's his car blows up on in one of them. Like how many? How many of those things did he do? It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Okay, so he he tries to fall from a building. Um, he tries to throw a toaster in the. Mm. Uh, and by the way, you better have me back for fear and loathing because oh. I'm going to reference right now. I'm going to put a pin here. I'm going to say white rabbit, white rabbit, throw it in when the, when it peaks.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> that,
1: Which I, I have no back.
0: idea what that means, but I'm sure I will soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, no, but he like, so he tries to kill himself with a toaster. He tries to drive off a cliff. Um and then later he mentions that he was stabbed and hung too, but we don't see that.
0: And 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 I think there's also like a, like he intentionally steps in front of a truck and gets run over too. Like and and yeah. what's and what's interesting about that too is like it seems to be like when he when he dies it like immediately resets him back to six yep. a.m. again. Yep. Like there's no yeah. like there's no like in between time. It's just like. Nope, you're just automatically reset to six a.m.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love it because this is like I, I don't know if you uh, you're familiar with the death of Rasputin, um, the, the 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 cleric that became friends with um, um Romanoff at the end of the Russian Empire, but um, he uh, this guy Rasputin people thought he was a witch and because he was like taking over Alexandria's like she she came she basically became like. of a regent uh while nicholas uh um, uh, uh, king uh, czar nicholas was out in the war um and so they like everybody in the the nobility tried to kill him because they knew that the russian empire was about to fall and they they like there's this ongoing like well i mean it's truth but they tried to stab him they tried to poison him they tried to drown him they tried to hang him they tried several ways and it took, like, seven times before they could actually kill him because they were trying to get him out of the influence. So, like, so, so I can't help but laugh at, like, the way that he talked about this because it was in the order of how Rasputin was, um they attempted to kill him. So, right, right. <laughs>
0: Well, and, and not only that, but, like, he's also involved in two police chases, right? Like,
1: oh, so he's, good. Yeah,
0: he's involved. The first one, by the way, is involved, I because I have to point, I have to call this out, because anytime there's a bowling reference in a movie, it's like, I gotta call it out, because bowling is one of those underrated sports that I was always involved with, and...
1: Oh, oh, well, if you're doing Big Lebowski soon, you'll have plenty of time talking
0: oh, about it. Oh, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> Yeah, that one's going to be a fun one. I get yeah. But uh but uh but yeah, I I think he's like um like well, he's definitely driving um with people. Like he's dri- he, I don't think he had any drinks himself, but he's driving the car with a bunch of drunks in the vehicle <laughs> and he's and 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 somehow he's the one
1: driving erratic Phil is and I think cuz he knows their lives don't matter cuz he knows that they're still going to go on. He knows it's just about Indian is like right, I, I mean, yeah,, I don't even know. he is kind of monstrous. yeah, right,
0: at one point he's <laughs> like, um he's like stuck on the uh on the he like stops on the railroad the train tracks, tracks as a train's coming, right,
1: yeah, and he <laughs> says, oh they're they're gonna swerve, I think they'll swerve,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right it's it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous, and then and then he gets hauled off to jail, right, and right. then and then he wakes up. <laughs> He wakes up, when, it resets again. He wakes up, he looks around, and he's just like, yes!
1: <laughs> yeah. and that's the first point. Like, I, I had that in my notes, that 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 after doing the train, that's when he realized he could he can really manipulate this process. Like, he's like, all right! And that's when he starts to pick it up and he starts, you know, trying to change things. And that's when he goes after um, Nancy Taylor and tries to get to know to know her he's like well if i'm gonna do this every day i'm gonna get it right you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but but i the, nothing beats uh him going off uh, or trying to drive uh, stealing the uh groundhog day um do, uh, groundhog bill <laughs> and, and you know i can't help but think of the snl sketch uh saturday night live sketch where it was Toonsis the driving cat mm-hmm. and you know, because the cat was like driving the car, <laughs> and he's like just letting Phil drive, and he's like trying to give Phil the, the groundhog day Phil directions on where to turn or how to look it. But like that, that was the best. That was the best. Amazing thing. Right off the cliff with the, the groundhog.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and I wanted I wanted to talk about this because like because with him being able to when with with him knowing how how the day um happens every single time and he know, there's like this uh there's this secure truck um that's filled with money that's being transported um it's um the only re- the only reason I know about these is cuz I've I've run into them in playing GTA many times and then I always have <laughs> cops on me every time I run into that into the vehicle <laughs>
1: any like bank or grocery store at a certain time and they show i mean they still do that but yeah right but i did did see in the imdb uh somebody posted out an error there which is that those trucks will never allow you to make change so whoever that girl the woman was that came up to get a a roll oh right uh, that would have never happened yeah (laughs) that's
0: yeah (laughs) but but he's able but he, he times it perfectly he's like He's like watch out for this thing, car coming right here and steal it
1: now. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: one one last
0: thing that I wanted to uh, put in there cuz I cuz I have to shout it out, right? RIP to yeah. the late Alex Trebek. There's a uh there's a Jeopardy uh there's a Jeopardy uh clip in in the movie and it's hilarious cuz Phil has probably seen this episode of jeopardy like number a number of times now because he knows the responses ahead of time like he knows all of the answers right and
1: i I think i've actually i actually did that with my grandmother a couple times because she didn't know it was a repeat
0: oh yeah right (laughs) oh that's great but but yeah r.i.p alex trebek
1: (laughs) yeah that was great yeah rest in peace alex trebek yeah all right so hey so i've got some i know we're getting kind of close to the end here but um i so what do you think because i've been debating about this i think i I think i've got mine down but what do you think the moral of this story is
0: i i think it's don't be an arrogant prick
1: (laughs) okay fair enough
0: that's yeah yeah that's that that's my answer
1: (laughs) okay sounds good yeah i mean like i i do think that it it, it, like it kind of sends a message about like no matter how mundane your personal life or hell becomes from time to time the your only escape and your only way out of it is to continue to try to do the things that you think are adding to humanity or trying to help others or or just to um do something for someone else Mhm because every time you do something for somebody else and 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 you help them, whether it's just to like give them a phone call during covid and say, hey, man, how you doing how how how's it going? Are you flowing <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I had to reference tenaciously. um just but in and doing that and checking in with your friends and making sure everybody's okay, like I feel like that that's kind of the the best that you can do and just trying to also learn as much as you can because as you see he tries to learn french and like uh he french poetry and the piano he plays the piano masterfully and he um you know that that's what it becomes is if your life becomes mundane step back and do something constructive and creative or something that helps somebody and and then that will make your life not a mundane and worth living but i i
0: don't know that's good
1: that's good yeah okay Okay, thank you yeah
0: (laughs) yeah no i i and and i want to end this episode by (laughs) well by um throwing out some theories like let's let's theorize for a second here jackie so
1: I love that. How
0: yeah. how do you think <laughs> Phil even got in this situation in the first place? Because that's something that's been on my mind this entire time when I've watched this movie, and and I that's a question I definitely wanted to have wanted to like hypothesize because it's not fully. I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is clear because you know it's about um, Phil redeeming himself, but like, but how did he mm-hmm. get in that situation in the first place? I wonder. That's that's something that. I am struggling to figure out.
1: I mean <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure that um the creators have written descriptions as to why, but I mean the only thing I can think of is number one, he's a bastard. He deserves it. Um mm-hmm. uh egotistical. But I think that and needing to learn a lesson, but I think that I'd like to I'd like to imagine that this groundhog, Phil, because his name is Phil. I'd like to imagine that Groundhog Phil cursed him to teach him this lesson, mm. but also, also, I kind of imagine that since he's waking up every morning to the alarm clock, uh-huh. that, that this is actually a dream, and he's in deep sleep, and he's been dreaming this thing. Because I've had dreams where I kind of wake up, but I don't really wake up, and I go right back into the dream, but it's not the same dream, and it's right. just kind of you know like i feel like this is him and like it it's just him going through the mental process in your subconscious when you're asleep but i don't know uh what do you think i mean well you s- just go see.
0: yeah well i i i it, i think it i i think that definitely plays into it about um you know like it's like well yeah, he's got to learn a lesson right but like i i it's like I don't see how the because the groundhog itself is not why he's in the situation. It just so happens right. to be that it's Groundhog Day when it happens, right? Yeah,
1: And yeah. So and then, like the way we see a little tickle in the in the groundhog's eye, like hee hee hee, or something, that right? Because like then we would know, oh, it was him. He cursed him, you know? Or, oh,
0: yeah, like know. that. Yeah, and it's not really <laughs> clear, and and maybe and maybe it's intentional that it's not clear as to how he got it yeah. got in that situation yeah. right but right. but it's just something that's like been on my mind because because it's only until like he's like does things a certain way because bearing in mind right that like it, um like it, it, tr- it he tried to get it to where um rita was there by his bedside so that you know when Uh, so that you know, hopefully it would break it, but then she fell asleep, and so it was still going. And it's and 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 despite that, too, it's like he was doing good deeds and everything, right? And and but yeah, Mm -hmm. he was still like he was still looping, right? It was it was only until um, he basically spent the entire night with Rita that that this that it finally that the curse finally broke, right?
1: Right, right. Right because
0: I made everything right yeah no and 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 you had a question earlier that i that um that we were um that i that i think goes along with that, which is um about uh whether he'll stay with with Rita or not i think i see it's hard because it it's hard to tell with those things, right, but I don't think i I don't think their personalities clash i really don't right and so i think if there were ever a groundhog 2 there would definitely be some sort of confrontation in that regard right
1: i mean i just know okay so going back i I found this little clip somewhere about like the estimates because there's all kinds of theories about it and um you know uh uh Remus, who's who was the, uh, the director, creator, or whatever, uh, it was Buddhist and he said something about how, um, according to Buddhist doctrine, it takes up 10,000 years for a soul to evolve to its next level. And oh. if you, and if you actually add up the dates, he could, should have been there for 10,000 years, but, um, but, uh, uh, but, but according to the way they cut it, it should have taken 10 years so he would have been trapped in that for 10 years um or two weeks (laughs) it's 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 all over the map um yeah yeah i think Um, yeah
0: the the common consensus i think is that it's um from what i've seen on the imdb summary it sounds like the common consensus is 10 years
1: 10 years or um uh some uh, one place what culture um said that based off of it it would take a total of 12,395 days just under 34 years. Mm. um but you know what it doesn't fucking matter. It's a story and it's great and it's well done. So it really doesn't matter how long it was but um i don't know that that's really enough for somebody to become a better person when their life is being repeated day after day. Mm-hmm. you know like you need other influences to make your life better um yeah and 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 would he be able to get all those different influences in that one little town like after 34 years
0: i mean maybe he'd be surprised that um at uh you know i mean some some of those small towns um everyone knows each other and so it's you know it's so i i as far as like you know, Phil knowing, like, the whole town by the end of the movie, I can see that, because, like, me growing up in a small town, it's like, you knew everybody, and everybody knew who you were, so, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not getting away with anything, right?
1: <laughs> oh, and and we have it in the chat, Tim says, the thing I like to cite is it takes 10,000 hours of practice to master the piano, and that was only one of the skills he mastered, because it's right. true.
0: Right. Learned- yeah
1: poetry he, he learned you know
0: and and despite the uh and and despite the days repeating it's like he would co- he would come in as a new piano student every time and like right. he was like his it was like his starting the starting place would always change and so he would still be able to learn new stuff because he was always able yeah. to come in and be like well this is what i know can you help me improve like yeah
1: yeah that was actually one of the points i saw in the like or i think it was i to be like the continuity errors is that um you know uh when he starts to perform at that like final concert thing when he's playing the piano um, right his piano teacher is there standing next to R- rita um and they're both amazed and and the piano teacher says uh oh, well he's my student i'm so proud like right one thing to say he's my student but the other one to say i'm so proud that would mean that he started out as a beginner um but if he'd been coming back every day like Mm -hmm. that day in particular he would have had to come to piano lessons and then just like blasted out what he was playing right yeah Mm -hmm. right that's interesting But, but it doesn't matter it's a great 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 um Comedy and life lesson, and I, I, I just absolutely love it. And I mean, I like, I like anything that has to do with time travel or or a time loops. And so, yeah. this is why I really want to do this show with you. So thank you yeah. so much for
0: it. Me. It's interesting. It's interesting that it's, I mean, because you, it's definitely a time loop thing. But yeah, like you, you could technically put it in the same realm as as a Bill and Ted or as a um, Back to the Future. It's just not in the exact same way but i mean mm-hmm. i i guess the difference with with this one is that they have no control over the time travel right, <laughs> right <laughs> whereas right. whereas in the other two movies they are the ones controlling it right
1: well, that's time travel, and this is a time loop
0: right and,
1: and uh you know so yeah, I mean if you're gonna think about like just the um the basics of like this is so, so this again this is why I think this is I'm so glad this is one of the first movies you put on your docket for this, because I, I think this is the best time loop movie ever done. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'd like to hear what other people think too.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) and if you find a, and if you find a better movie, we'll be sure to cover it on the show. But, uh, but Jackie, uh, thanks. Thanks for coming on to the show. It was such, it was such a great time having you on. Uh, Tell the people where they can find your work.
1: Um, Mm, i would say youtube.com slash jackie Hearn, but you know uh i think i still have my etsy but i'm i'm starting to play around with this um uh, uh resin exaproxy stuff that i'm making and um mm-hmm. i i think i might start up an etsy so it'd be etsy jackie Hearn by the time this is out i think but uh-huh. i don't know hmm. okay you know what? don't forget it just follow me at jackie Hearn 81 on twitter
0: Right. So, and, uh, so, and, and, oh, check oh, and, oh. and check us out and check us out together mm-hmm. uh, potentially when we come back for the all eyes are on you podcast at all eyes are on you dot show. If you're a, uh, you're a big brother fan, uh, you'll definitely want to check out that podcast.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I am doing a watch party for each of these movies that we review on the show. If you want to watch the movie um, along with fellow listeners, um, I am, I am live. I'm doing it live over on my Twitch, uh, where you can find me live every Wednesday and Friday night. That's at twitch.tv slash W Scott is one, but we always make the watch party available exclusively to the people who are supporting the show on Patreon. You can get it in your very own RSS feed over at patreon.com slash W Scott is one. Thank you so much to everybody who is supporting that, um, it is truly helping expand the show. Um, If you have thoughts about this movie that we discussed today um, or if you have a better time loop movie that you would like to suggest, uh, you can join the CinemaVention channel in our Discord. That's over at GameNightDiscord.com. You can send an email with your feedback, email at CinemaVention.com. And if 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 you're watching this, if you're streaming this on the CinemaVention website, cinemavention.com you do um if you if you can just go to your favorite podcatcher just go to your podcatcher search for cinemavention subscribe and then leave a review that'll help out tremendously it helps other people find the show and you can find all of the links to subscribe over at cinemavention.com slash subscribe uh thanks to kevin mcleod for giving us the music uh for the intro and outro over at incompetech Dot .com and we'll be back next week to discuss the movie The Big Lebowski with Alex Hanna and that's going to be a fun movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the, the divides.
0: <laughs> Until then, we will see you on the next episode. Bye everybody. Bye.
1: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>